Oh, here it is. All right, welcome to January 30th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. 1882, happy birthday, FDR. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Born in 1882 at Hyde Park, New York, now a National Historic Site, he attended Harvard University and Columbia Law School. On St. Patrick's Day, 1905, he married Eleanor Roosevelt. Following the example of his fifth cousin, President Theodore Roosevelt, whom he greatly admired, Franklin D. Roosevelt entered public service through politics, but as a Democrat. He won election to the New York Senate in 1910. President Wilson appointed him Assistant Secretary of the Navy, and he was the Democratic nominee for Vice President in 1920. In the summer of 1921, when he was 39, disaster hit. He was stricken with polio. Demonstrating indomitable courage, he fought to regain the use of his legs, particularly through swimming. In 1928, Roosevelt became governor of New York. He was elected president in November 1932 to the first of four terms. By March, there were 13 million unemployed and almost every bank was closed. In his first 100 days, he proposed and Congress enacted a sweeping program to bring recovery to businesses and agriculture, relief to the unemployed and to those in danger of losing farms and homes, and reform, especially through the establishment of the Tennessee Valley Authority. By 1935, the nation had achieved some measure of recovery, but businessmen and bankers were turning more and more against Roosevelt's New Deal program. They feared his experiments, were appalled because he had taken the nation off the gold standard and allowed deficits to the budget, and disliked the concessions to labor. Roosevelt responded with a new program of reforms, Social Security, heavier taxes on the wealthy, new controls over banks and public utilities, and an enormous work relief program for the unemployed. In 1936, he was re-elected by a top-heavy margin. Feeling he was armed with a popular mandate, he sought legislation to enlarge the Supreme Court, which had been invalidating key New Deal measures. Roosevelt lost the Supreme Court battle, but a revolution in constitutional law took place. Thereafter, the government could legally regulate the economy. Roosevelt had pledged the United States to the good neighbor policy, transforming the Monroe Doctrine from a unilateral American manifesto into arrangements for mutual action against aggressors. He also sought through neutrality legislation to keep the United States out of the war in Europe, yet at the same time to strengthen nations threatened or attacked. When France fell and England came under siege in 1940, he began to send Great Britain all possible aid short of actual military involvement. When the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, Roosevelt directed organization of the nation's manpower and resources for global war. Feeling that the future peace of the world would depend upon relationships between the United States and Russia, he devoted much thought to the planning of a United Nations, in which he hoped international difficulties could be settled. As the war drew to a close, Roosevelt's health deteriorated, and on April 12, 1945, while at Warm Springs, Georgia, he died of a cerebral hemorrhage. Happy birthday, FDR! Moving on to Super Bowl news now, 2000. 
Super Bowl 34 was won by St. Louis over Tennessee 23-16. Kurt Warner threw for 414 yards and two TDs, and the Rams were able to hold off the Titans on the final possession short of the goal line. Very intense finish there. 1994, Super Bowl 27 won by Dallas over Buffalo 30-13. The Cowboys rushed for 137 yards, and Emmett Smith had 132 of them for two touchdowns. 1983, Super Bowl 17 won by Washington over Miami 27-17. John Riggins was the MVP, who ran for 166 yards on 38 carries. And finally, 1933, the Lone Ranger debuts on Detroit Radio. And that's it for January 30th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Thanks for listening.